in Los Angeles 2022. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines. And I'm Carrie Doherty. There was a pause there. And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it, but we ran out of episodes. And then we broke down all 24 episodes of the spinoff, The Golden Palace, but we ran out of those episodes too. So now we do whatever, everyone together, whatever the hell we the want. The hell we want. That's <laughs> right. And today, you know, we figured since it's the holiday week, you know, we just figured that today we would talk a little bit about like Golden Girls and Thanksgiving and what we're thankful for. And, Aww. you know, because H. Allen and I work really hard and we're like, you know what, let's just kind of take it, do an easy episode let's today. A, let's take a break. I mean, we're still we're still going to give them something because I have a feeling a lot of these people will be listening. If you're listening the day this episode comes out, you may be traveling to your family while you're listening to this. So please travel safe if you're driving or flying or do people take boats? Probably. I don't know. Like doing the other trains, trains. buses, any, any mode of transportation you're taking to get to the people you love this donkey. Year. Like Don when Blanche went over to Sicily as yes. did Sophia, <laughs> please be safe. And maybe we can entertain you for the next like 20 minutes with a couple of ideas about what we do for Thanksgiving, but also what episodes of the golden girls we watch over our Thanksgiving. We'll get to that, but we should do some Thanksgiving catch up stuff first. Don't you think Carrie? Yes, yes, absolutely. But we, we probably should acknowledge first, because the, we're recording this episode um, on Monday, November 21st, and on Sunday morning, um, November 20th, there was a horrible shooting at a bar in Colorado Springs, a gay bar, um, or queer bar, I should say. Uh, and it is five people died, and, you know, eight, 18, I, I think at the last reporting, 18 people were injured, I don't know. Um, but it's sad and it's something that affects us in the Golden Girls community because, you know, I've always, this is not a political podcast. I've always said that we're not political at all. This is where you can go to kind of escape and Golden Girls has always been an escape for me to get rid of sort of, or to kind of escape sometimes a world in which did that didn't necessarily like me for who I am, for, for who I love or what I do or what I wear or how I talk or all of the things. And the Golden Girls was always sort of a, a space to have that and oh, I can't do this you take that Carrie yeah I mean Ooh. yeah it's it, it it was it was hard it was hard definitely hard news to to wake up and hear and you know it's it's still it sucks that it's 2022 and and this is something that we're still having to deal with and you know, these, especially nightclubs and with Pulse and everything, like these are the places where people should be able to go and feel safe and feel yeah. welcome. And there's safe spaces. You know, so it's, it's, it's there are spaces yeah. in which we go to. Sorry, mm -hmm. I didn't realize I'd get this emotional. I've been emotional all day, but I didn't realize I wouldn't be able to keep it together. Um, but the, the, these are spaces that we go to. They're safe spaces and they're spaces that mm -hmm. I work in regularly. And I, my entire career outside of podcasting <laughs> and writing has been in bars, working in bars and performing in bars, either stand up or or drag. And so it, there it's a space. I mean, a gay bar is where I found myself and I found my comedy and I found who I was and I found a community and sure I didn't come from a family that did that disowned me or anything my family very much loved me but I still needed that outlet to be around people that I that I responded to and related to and so 
Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, it's hard in it in any situation. A shooting in general, a, a situation like this is hard in any situation. But I will speak to for me as a person in the Golden Girls community, a queer member of the Golden Girls community. This one uh, hits really hard because it's it's a uh, it's just it's just it's just it, it's an attack on a space that mm -hmm. I hold very sort of dear, and so I. I wanted to acknowledge it at the beginning of this episode mm -hmm. because I feel like it's important that we talk about this and it's important too for allies of queer people to come out as allies and for queer people to come out and feel safe to come out if you are in a situation where that is safe for you to come out and be out and be present and to not let something like this stop you or scare you into not being who you should be or maybe being supportive of the people you want to be supportive of. Don't let that scare you. Go to the gay bar, go to the drag show. I have one coming up in December. It's going to be fantastic. It's a holiday show. Um, go, go support these places because any place, I mean, I've always said this, that if you're a woman, if you're a queer person, if you're a person of color, if you're marginalized in any capacity, even though it is not your choice, you are living your life as a political statement because other people make your life political. And mm -hmm. so just by being you, you're making a political statement by just coming out and being who you are authentically. And I think that's enough, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's beautifully put. And you know, whatever you're feeling, feel your feels, do whatever you have to do to practice self-care and to take care of yourself and to reach out to your friends and talk to them and tell them you love them. And, you know, it really is. It's so, it's just so heartbreaking. And um, yeah, it, it, it saddens me so deeply that that we're still living in a world where things like this happen and um you know so yeah and if you just, do want to yeah. get more involved or if you do feel like you need to talk with someone or if you do feel like you're processing this news and it's hitting you particularly hard you can go to um the trevorproject.org and they have great resources there's also a phone number you can call there they have great resources but go to the website they have a lot of resources for how to process something like this. And also if you're just in need of help or someone to talk to and you're a queer person or a friend of a queer person or know a queer person and you want to talk with someone, they're a great place to call to. So the trevorproject.org is a great organization. Great, great. Thank you for plugging that. Let's get to Thanksgiving Ooh, though, because I okay. love Thanksgiving. Oh my okay. God, I love Thanksgiving so much. Do you love Thanksgiving? Yes, I, I love Thanksgiving. It is... I mean, the, so my birthday is early November and I feel like after my birthday, like through the end of the year is my favorite time of year because of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm. Um, I hate that currently in Los Angeles, where I know a lot of our listeners live, um, I think on Thanksgiving, it's going to be like 79 degrees and yeah, that's just on that. the West side. So if you're in the Valley Valley, it's going to be beyond 80 degrees and it's, man, do I just wish for a 60 degree rainy day on Thanksgiving. I know we had that one year a couple of years ago because I remember maybe it was 2019 because I re I remember Michael and I have sort of a tradition. If we don't have like, if we're not going to a dinner or if we're not doing a thing on Thanksgiving, we always will go to Disneyland on Thanksgiving because they have a great Thanksgiving mm -hmm. thing. And there was one year on Thanksgiving day when it was freezing and raining and like so overcast and I loved it and he hated it. <laughs> uh, I, it's my favorite kind of weather. And anytime we get it here in LA, 
I just, I treasure it. I make soup. I like candles. Yeah. Like I wear my big, like my big chunky sweaters. It's Fun. yeah. So, um, so what are your favorite, do you, what are you doing this Thanksgiving? Are you staying home? Are you, are you going to Disney what, this year? Yeah. Staying home. We're going to Disney, but I am making some pies and some of the dishes that I, you know, I love. I don't really care about Turkey to be honest. Um, but I do enjoy a pumpkin pie. I enjoy an apple pie. I enjoy mashed potatoes. I enjoy candy yams, but I'm not going to make them because I know I'd be the only one that eats them. And I don't want to have that impulse happening in my life. Uh, but yeah, I love, I love most Thanksgiving food and I love cooking as we, as you know, from the last mm -hmm. episode when I was baking while we were recording, which was, I loved that. Yeah. It turned out great. <laughs> they turned out great. But um, yeah, no, I do love, I do love Thanksgiving food. What's your go-to Thanksgiving food? So yeah, I, I, I feel like I sort of make a lot of the foods that I was growing up with. Um, so this year it's just going to be me, Stan and Stan's brother and little Oreo. And I went to the grocery store. Now Stan's a vegetarian. And as we know, little Oreo is a toddler. She doesn't eat a lot of food. Um, I went to the grocery store and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a Turkey for just me and Stan's brother. Yeah. And I Googled what's the best size Turkey for two people. And they said, Google told me about five to eight pounds. So I went to the grocery store at seven o'clock this morning Ow. and the smallest Turkey. Well, I'm up early with Oreo. The smallest Turkey I could find was 10 and a half pounds. So what? we, we have leftovers. a pretty good size. I mean, I'm going to make a Turkey soup the next day and yes, we'll have leftovers. Yeah. Um, so I always do, I'm, I'm going to do a Turkey. I do a brine. Mm. that's something I, we never did growing up, but you just, I like the day before I put it in a giant, like soup pot, a huge one yeah. and fill it with like water and a ton of kosher salt. And then like aromatics, I put in like sage, rosemary, thyme, oh. all the ones that, you know, Simon and Garfunkel sing about, yeah. and then you just <laughs> leave it in there and then you take yeah. it out, you pat it dry, put some butter on the outside, tent it over the breast to put it in the oven. Um, so I make the Turkey I'm going to make, I make mashed potatoes. I make stuffing, but I don't make homemade stuffing. Uh, um, cause God, like, no point. People I know, homemade I, stuffing. Mean, I think it's just ridiculous. There is no shame. And I love homemade stuffing. Homemade stuffing is amazing. I just go, how much time do I want to spend cooking? You know, have you ever done, and this is a question because I mean, stuffing is essentially a bread pudding for, if you think about it, if you make it on, I mean, if you don't do it the traditional method and there is a whole litany of recipes for savory bread pudding that's essentially mm. just stuffing recipes. Mm -hmm. So good. So yeah. good. Oh yeah. my God. I here's love here's what I do do though. Mm. I um doo -doo. I did say do do. I do uh <laughs> saute um onion onion and celery and at least put that in like the box stuffing mix okay. so it feels yeah. a little bit more homemade. Yeah. Um Ina Garden just did a whole video on using store-bought stuffing and then sprucing it up so it, it doesn't taste like store-bought stuffing i yeah. mean if Ina's telling you to do it i'm like mm -hmm. oprah if they tell me to do things i do them yes so i'm making that um i'm just doing like mashed potatoes like mashed butternut squash and then oh and i do like dinner rolls um and then we're making a pot a pumpkin pie and an apple crumble but here's mm, apple so, crumble i love an apple that. crumble with not a traditional not a traditional topping, like a, like a, like a streusel type topping. I mean, it's a crumble. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like cinnamon. It's, uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. um, and it's crumbly. 
Because yeah. it's, I'm trying to think what it is. It's like flour and that. it's flour and butter and sugar. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Michael does not love that, so I have to no. do crust. You have to do crusts, pies. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, I feel like you and I talked about this on the last episode of the podcast. We were talking yeah. about pies. Um, <laughs> were we? We've been talking about. Yeah, we were because Murder She Wrote. They had the pie. I always forget about what we thought. So, I I do have to admit, you know how like, and I'm sure there are listeners that can relate to this, but how like growing up, you have like that one like rail side dish, right? It's either the sweet potatoes with like the marshmallows on top. Mm -hmm. The thing that like you did as a child, like in the seventies and eighties, but nowadays like people wouldn't make it unless it was from their childhood. So there is a casserole that is so rail and so trashy. I love it so much. My family makes it every year. So I say it's broccoli rice cheese casserole. And you're like, oh, okay. That doesn't sound so whatever, but here's the rub. You buy, it's chopped frozen broccoli, like those bricks. Yeah, Fine. Yeah, yeah. It's minute rice. Oh. And it's cheese whiz. <laughs> what? And then like, and then like a can of like cream of celery, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the topping is, you know, it's breadcrumbs and butter on the top. And I, I, I like love every it. Single one of my, every single one of the listeners, every single one is just like me when all of that sounded, for the most part, normal. But then you said cheese whiz. Uh-huh. What is the cheese? How is the, just the cheese? The, I, I believe, I don't even think cheese whiz actually melts. Oh, it does. It, it does. It bubbles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. I went to the grocery store. Yeah. And I think this also happened two years ago when I made Thanksgiving dinner. And my grocery store, which is like, it's a chain grocery store. It's yeah. nothing fancy. Yeah. They did not, they do not carry cheese whiz because well, they're above, they're above it. Whiz, it's I, well, that's what I mean. Cause it's cheese whiz. Yeah. So now I'm so bummed because like the taste of it and you know, like there are meals from your childhood that you yeah. eat that oh, yeah. taste like home. For me, it's and like the me, filled hot dogs. Like I, I would never eat oh, that, today, but I love dogs. cheese filled hot dogs. Oh but my God. If you're going to get a cheese whiz, you're not going to find that at a grocery store anymore. You got to go to like a Seven Eleven. I know. I know. And I'm like, I'm walking up and down the aisles and I'm seeing like the queso dip and I'm like, nope. And they just no. don't have it. I even that would make it really good and make it spice it up a little bit of queso. No, dip. but then it doesn't taste the same. It's got to be exactly. I even bought minute rice because I'm like, it has to be minute rice because it's real. So anyway, so now, anyway, I, I'm so bummed because it really is such a taste of my childhood. Um, but because they didn't have cheese whiz. I'm just now making like a quinoa, like fresh broccoli, shredded cheddar, homemade breadcrumbs. Oh, that's so LA. That is uh, LA. I'm going to find you cheese whiz, I think. I'm going to be able, I because I, I find these things. There was one time where Dolly Parton put out um, a, a box cake, you know, thing. Like she branded some box cake. Oh, I didn't know about that. And I that. couldn't find them anywhere in Los Angeles. But guess what? I did find them. I did. I was struggling for a long time, but eventually I did. <clears throat> so I feel like I am someone who can just find things like that that's the mm-hmm. one example of me to, that i'm telling myself that i can do that so i'll find you cheese whiz. if you find me cheese whiz i will make you that casserole and i'll bring I mean, it over i'll eat it i just the cheese whiz part definitely confuses me i love cheese whiz on a cracker i i've always found that that i mean cheese whiz was always kind now of now remember it's not canned cheese that squeezes out like oh, wait. Shh. no oh. it's a jar of cheese whiz it's a jar. No, it came in a jar. What's the difference between the can and the jar then? I don't know. 
It's a jar. Google jar of cheese whiz. I will. I will. I feel like our listeners are definitely like, okay, get to the Golden Girls now, guys. Anyway, so those are the things that I'm making for Thanksgiving. Wow. Wow. Well, I love this. And you guys, what do you do on Thanksgiving? Let us know. We'll be on social media all this week. So like, let us know what you're doing, what episodes you're watching. Maybe tag us in the episode you're watching or episodes. What episode are you putting on that's going to piss off someone in your family? That would be a fun one. I like that because that's (laughs) something that I would do. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. All right. Let's take a quick break and then let's talk about um, Golden Girls episodes. Everybody should be watching this Thanksgiving weekend. Okay, this this these are our episodes, guys. These are the episodes that we would watch if we had to like, I don't know, what we what we love to watch over Thanksgiving, over the holidays, you know what I mean? Not necessarily Christmas themed ones. And the Golden Girls didn't really ever do a Thanksgiving one, right? So I would say like There's the, one that's kind of like it. I think okay, so for the the best episodes maybe to watch while you're cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you should watch the clip show episode with Gunner roast a chicken. Cause like, and again, I know it's a clip show episode, but that whole scene of them just stuffing raw chickens into an oven and, and just all cooking together in the kitchen. It's just like, that is what Thanksgiving is. It's a bunch yeah. of people bustling around the kitchen. Gonna roast a chicken. Like a mama Tommy. Oh, down to Mississippi. Still one of the greatest deliveries of, of song ever on that show. So good. Um, I think you could also watch Henny Penny, you yeah. know, because Turkey yeah. Lurkey, Turkey Thanksgiving, one. right? Yeah. We all love it. And also, I don't know, we always did a fall play at school. So, you know, the theater always comes alive in the fall. <laughs> um, can you think of any other episodes that people should watch while they're cooking? <laughs> I love that your basis for theater comes alive in the fall is the high school play that happens. Yes. Yes. Doesn't it also come to life in the spring too? Yes. The spring spring? musical. Yes. (laughs) The fall play is a little depressing. Usually it's like our town, but then the spring musical comes to life with anything goes. We're on a boat. We were just watching because we love watching um, like, (laughs) this is so horrible, (laughs) like fail videos. And we were watching theater uh, fail videos, like theater school theater kids fail videos and (laughs) there are so many of kids just like falling off the stage or like Mm -hmm. props just i had one this is totally off topic but i had one when i was in the fall this this you know theater comes alive in the fall moment when i did diary of van frank in uh, oh no school she's in the attic she's in the attic (laughs) no i did not do that but i played um uh the 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 father of Otto von I forget his name now but I I played the other guy not the main father but the other guy that was in there with them and I was supposed to have a cigarette right and I had to like for Hanukkah I got and gave me a Anne gave me a cigarette and they never told me how to smoke a cigarette before and I didn't know that and so I literally when they were going to light the cigarette I just held it out I didn't put it to my mouth I just held it out for someone to like light not realizing you have to inhale a cigarette in order to like get it going and the entire audience laughed 
Oh, that's I, so sweet. I turned the diary of Anne Frank into a comedy, which oh, no. <laughs> is like You do all, not want that to be your legacy. Only I could do that. Only oh, I could God. do that. No. So when I I often my mother, when I'm home for Thanksgiving, there is no allowing myself in the kitchen. There's no one in the kitchen that is allowed, really, except for my mother. She is the one who cooks everything, even though we want to help. She does not let us help. So that means we're off in another room doing our own thing. And in this situation, I tend to not go for like episodes of the Golden Girls that are like fun to do while I'm doing a thing, but I more so go for like the classics. You know what I mean? Like I want the best of. I want ladies of the evening. I want old friends. I want the case of Libertine Bell. Like I want the ones that are gonna like, I'm guaranteed a laugh. I'm guaranteed hours of distractions while my mom is like cursing in the kitchen and yelling at people and telling them to get out. Like. I want the full, like, I want witness. I want family affair. I want letter to Gorbachev. Like, <laughs> These are big that? swing episodes. Yes. I love it. These are the ones, you know, these are the ones. But those are the ones I tend to go for is the, the ones that like, I don't know, they make me feel the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I think those are all great choices. I was also thinking about like, okay, you're in a situation where, you're going to be seeing relatives on Thanksgiving who you're kind of like, eh, about, right? And what episodes should you watch to feel better about your situation? I think you watch the one where Blanche's sister wants her kidney. Yeah. Because like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, I think you watch the one where um, Dorothy brings Aunt Angela uh, <laughs> to Sophia for as a surprise for her birthday. Yeah. Because at the least, it's going to give you some really great insults to sling at your family members if they're That's bothering true. you. That's um, true. Like, <laughs> may you put your dentures in upside down and chew your head off. That's one is specifically for someone with dentures. I would. I um, dare someone at Thanksgiving this year to say that exact line. Yes. Please, please, someone do that and record it secretly, please. Yes. Um, a couple more things that you could say. May your legs grow old and gnarled and withered like an olive branch. May your moles grow hair thicker than Jerry Vales. And then the worst one, especially okay. if you're from an Italian family. Yeah. May your marinara sauce never cling to your pasta. <laughs> I love it. It's so like Sophia bites her fist because what Angela has just said is the lowest blow that she could have ever dealt. I have a question for you. And this yeah. is something that I'm noticing as I get older that that especially when I come around like family, especially younger members of my family, and I'm springing this on you so you might not have an answer. But what episode would let's say you're at home and you have a like a teenager who's like, oh, yeah, you like the Golden Girls. I've heard of it. What is like, what episode should I watch? Like, what oh. episode do you suggest to a teenager just discovering the Golden mm. Girls? Wow, that's a great question. Because I get that a lot from people. I mean, I'm around a lot of young people often. That sounds creepy, but it's because of drag and stuff. Like, I'm around a lot of, like, early 20s kids. You know what I mean? People who are very young compared to me. And whenever they see my Golden Girls tattoo, they're always like, oh yeah, the Golden Girls. I've never watched it. What should I watch? And like, I get it a lot. I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you yes, the one that please. I often tell people to watch first. I usually say Ladies of the Evening. I think it is a perfect episode to sort of really encapsulate like what the Golden Girls represents, which is like high comedy, antics, like crazy things happening. Like I just think, and it defines the women so well too. I feel like, every woman's story on ladies of the evening is like perfectly defines who they are 
and it sort of helps you get an idea of sort of like where the show can go from there. Yeah, that that actually, I think that might be the the best episode mm, because yeah. like weirdly, my brain a just, romance too. A little romance. Oh, for laughs, of course. A little romance. Forgive me, father. Like for the laughs, yes. I was thinking like it was weird because when you said teenagers, I was like, oh, well, the episodes where the episode where the two teen girls try to like pull a fast <laughs> one over on Blanche and Rose because just because there are teenagers in it. I was like, oh, yeah. the one with Mario. Um, but yeah, I think I feel like ladies. Probably of the your evening, favorite too, ladies, the the case of the Libertine Bell. The case that, of the Libertine Bell. But that a, one is like. It's older. It's like older in the, you know, it's like in the last season. But I feel like it actually is kind of a perfect example of those four women. Oh, I mean, their dynamics are on point in that episode. Definitely. I, I weirdly also feel like um, the one where all the women are posing for Laszlo, the artist. Oh, um, yeah. Cause I love a good, like love triangle uh, yeah. episode. That one also just feels classic. Cause it's about like the women and, you know, men that they want and, yeah. And because men and sex was like such a big part of the show. Um, but yeah, that's a really great question because I am, it's so funny. I, I mentor this team, but we're also friends because I've been mentoring them now for yeah. like over three years, but I do, I mentor this team and we've talked about the golden girls, but I realize I've never asked them like what episode or which episode do you respond yeah. to? So I should ask them next, you time. Should. next time I talk to them. Yeah, that's I will. Now, and then the other thing that I think we both can agree on, I firmly believe this, there's always those family members that you have that you come in contact with or people you come in contact with around Thanksgiving every single year that you're just like, shut up, like, just shut up, like, go away, please go to sleep or something. And what I suggest you do, if you need a family member to go to sleep or to be thoroughly confused, show them the empty nest episode. Now... <laughs> It's not going to make them love the Golden Girls, but you don't, I don't know if we want those kind of people in our community anyway. And let them just watch that, go to sleep, and perhaps wake up in a shock when Rita Moreno says, don't die at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, I think that is probably the best recipe, how to handle those difficult people on Thanksgiving. Give them, give them an extra helping of turkey for the tryptophan that oh, makes yeah. you tired, you know, yeah. and really... Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 really good. That's really good. Yes, put on the empty nest episode and just say, "Hey, here's a here's a classic episode of the Golden Girls." Yeah, really and set it up. So confused. Really set it up so that being like, "This is the one that won all the Emmys." Just lie mm -hmm. through your teeth, like just say it all, and then they'll be like, "Why is Rita Moreno on?" Okay, and yeah. just like, let him go to sleep. Just let him mm -hmm. go to sleep. I think that's a great. Yeah, that's that is yeah, that's really really great. <laughs> oh boy. I'm thinking about, I'm like, what Golden Girls episode do I want to watch when I go to bed tonight? That's, these are the things I think about. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of it. We just wanted to come on here and tell you guys sort of what we would do with Golden Girls episodes on Thanksgiving, but more so we just wanted to, and this is, I think, our collective golden takeaway. We wanted to thank you for being a friend and we're thankful for you and we're thankful to be doing this and in light of recent events, I think, you know, our thanks is even greater and for this community and having a community where people, where all of us can just sort of be ourselves and have fun and watch the Golden Girls and talk about the Golden Girls and be happy so often. You know how great it is and how rare it is to find something that you can be happy in like all the time? That's incredible. It's pretty incredible. 
Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I, I too am thankful for our audience and just the Golden Girls fan community. And HL, and I'm so thankful for you and our friendship that we've had now going on 77 oh, years. I know it's insane, right? And we don't look a day over 22. We don't look a day over 13. <laughs> Everybody that has been out in the lanai for this week. We love you all so, so much. And please catch us back here next week for more Golden Girls greatness. And you guys, you can follow us on Hoo-Ha-Ha because we are part of the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. Go and support them and all the great podcasts they do. And you can follow us on the social webs at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter or out on the Lanai. I didn't say that correctly at all. Out on the Lanai official on Instagram, Golden Girls Pod on Facebook. And I am H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines on everything. And I'm Squidzy on Instagram and Squiddy Squid on Twitter for uh, for however long it continues to exist. Yeah. Um, and please rate and review wherever you get the podcast because the more ratings we have, the more the show will get bumped up, the more people will discover it and join our lovely kick-ass community of Golden Girls fans. Oh, I love it. And guys, remember, as always, stay, stay golden. golden and be safe. Have fun. The biggest gift would be for me and the car.